What's up, guys? Welcome to The Road Podcast, the podcast where we talk about overall well-being, health, and all the crazy things that happen on this road that we call life. I'm your host, Jonathan Shane. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Road Podcast. It's your host, Jonathan Shane, the Keto Road. I hope you're having a great day. Um, As you saw in the title, today's episode is my little rant on stop making excuses. Just, Just stop. Just stop. I, I don't even know how else to say it. I wish I could just end the podcast right there. Just stop. But of course, we're going to dive in. I, you know, I, the more of life I experience, the more I realize that most of the time, an excuse is simply somehow something that we manifest from our perspective of our circumstance. And what I mean by that is if like I look at something and you look at something, your perspective is either going to make you chase a result or come up with an excuse. My perspective of that same situation and circumstance is gonna make result it's gonna make me come up with a result or make an excuse. One of the two are going to happen. So are you going to create results or are you going to make excuse? You really don't have any in between. But what I want you to realize is that it comes down to perspective. It has nothing to do with excuses. Or results it has everything down, everything to do with perspective. Everything's about perspective. Everything, you know. I know. Look at people with like athletes with cerebral palsy or people that don't have three of their limbs, and they're just living life. They come up with all the excuses in the world. They really could, but do they? No, they chase results. It's their perspective. They realize that they're unique and they have a particular purpose and they have unique circumstances in which they can make a unique impact and they see that they have that perspective and so they chase results they get results they don't make excuses but a lot of us so many of us just make excuses so for those of you that don't know my child came into this world uh last week uh on friday miss Haley grace shane she has been such a joy. She's an amazing human being. If she ever gets to hear this podcast when she's older, I love you, girl. Um, she's just amazing. She's an amazing treat. Um, I value her above almost everything other than God and my wife. She's just so honored in my heart. Um, she's precious. I love her. But so many people, so many people, to the point of like nausea, honestly, were like, oh, you are not going to be able to do anything. You are not going to be able to stick to your diet. You're going to go like whatever. You're going to shove a phone in front of her face. You're going to get tired. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse after excuse after excuse. And honestly, I went into it being being very humble. You know, I was like, you know what? If that happens, it happens. And I'm okay with that. But I'm not going to just let it happen. I'm going to fight it. And let me tell you something. It's totally doable. It, I don't. I don't see it. I really don't see it. I can say this. I understand if you have a very negative perspective of situations and feeling like circumstances have to be properly controlled so that you can execute something and you don't have the ability to adapt. I can see that kind of mindset putting you in a position where something like this, like having a child, would just wreck you. It would absolutely wreck you. But that's not the child's fault. That's your perspective fault. That's your mindset. You're the one that looks at life in a way that it would trigger this kind of uh, cascade of events, um, for lack of a better term, this domino effect, if you will. 
It's all in the head. I cannot tell you how many times I was tired or whatever, right? And I could have been like, oh, I don't want to work out. Oh, I don't want to eat right. Mm, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what did I do? I stuck to my diet. I ate whole foods. You know, I ate ketogenic. I ate high fat. I prioritized my healthy fats. I got in a lot of veggies when I could because um, I like those. Um, I had a couple pieces of fruit and I kept it whole foods. My diet has been cakewalk this whole time. It's literally been like muscle memory. Um, I'm still active. Even if I only get a 10-minute workout in, I do something. I do not say, oh, I can't go to the gym for an hour, so I might as well not work out at all. That's total bullcrap. It's total bullcrap. Excuses. It's excuses. And at the end of the day, you have time for it. How do I know this? Right now or before or after this, the person listening to this that doesn't work out today not because they're on a rest day, but because they just don't work out, have been on their phone for at least 20 minutes to 30 minutes, at least minimum, because this podcast is probably going to run about 10 to 12 minutes. So even if you listen to this, you could have been doing push-ups this whole time, and then you would have been done. 12 minutes, your chest would have had a crazy pump, you would have been done. It can really be that simple, but people overcomplicate it because, again, if you have a hard time with adapting outside of the perfect setup for, of circumstances – and you have to adapt to unpleasant ones, you crumble because that's how you look at life. You don't ha- you don't know how to have, have internal control. Um, it's all about perspective, realizing a couple things that we're about to go over. Um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, like I had to go get coffee at on I had to go get coffee at home. So many people would have gotten home, went to the bathroom, looked at the phone, called a friend while they were picking stuff up, found everything, took a deep breath, went back to the hospital. What it took in them 30, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, right? I said, no. I said, I know exactly what I need. I'm not going to lollygag. I'm not going to be on the phone while I'm there. I'm not going to check any of my Instagram or social media. I'm going to get in and get out. And because of that, I got 20 minutes to go to the gym. I went to the gym and I got my, I got 10 minutes of recovery in for my legs. And I got a 10 minute hit workout that made me, oof, it really man, it tore me up. I was super high, elevated heart rate. I felt good. I felt good. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Why? Because something is better than nothing. 10 minutes is better than zero minutes on a day that I was supposed to train. And you know what? I didn't sleep good last. I didn't sleep good the night before last. You know what I did yesterday morning? I got my 10 and a half miles in because I had to do my miles for my runs because I got a marathon in two weeks. No excuses. I'm actually in the thicket of it now. And like I said, I understand better why people fall into that trap. But my point and my hope with seeing my life and seeing my post about continuing to achieve my goals amidst this in my podcast is that you see that this, they are what they are, which is what? Excuses. Flat out excuses. Everything is about perspective. So now that I've cr- crammed that down your throat, the real question is, okay, John, great. I get it. You called me out. I got to work on this. What do I do? First thing, you got to change your perspective on what control is. Control has nothing to do with what's around you. It has nothing to do with what's around you. All you control is your response to anything. You don't control whether or not, you know, you know, uh, uh, whether the baby cries or not. You are not in control of what your, you know, boss wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. You're not in control if it's going to rain that day. You control none of that. You know, we talked about that in the last, last podcast. Like, look up, look around. You control nothing. This is huge. It's a huge mindset shift. 
only thing you control is your response. Why is that important to this subject? Because if we make ourselves believe that we're in control of our external environments, we get fixated on that and we never develop the ability to control our response. And so we're just chaotic within this controlled environment. But once that controlled environment breaks away, our chaos gets let loose and we just go out of control and we don't know how to compute and we just shut down. No, you have to learn to realize you're not in control of that outside environment. It just temporarily in this fragment of time is in a controlled state and you are the one that has to control you. You have to not be chaotic in in a controlled environment. You have to be controlled in a controlled environment and a chaotic environment. You have to be in control. You have to make logical decisions. You have to be able to chase your goals. You have to know your why. You have to do these things. You have to take these steps. And it comes to understanding who's really in control of what. God and Mother Nature are in control of everything outside of your decisions. But you are in control of your decisions. 110,000%. Remember that and execute on it, right? Execute on it. Realize that you control how you respond. When you're tired, okay, how do I respond to this? And if you choose to take a nap, which I've done the past couple weeks, I could have went and worked. I could have checked an email. No, I took a nap. It's okay to rest. It's okay to make a conscious decision to rest. What's not okay is for you to throw in the towel towards a goal because you're having a bad day. Okay. For instance, my baby's just giving me hell. And I'm like, you know what? I need to go take a rest. I need to take a nap. I need to take a nap now, and then I can get up and do something else later when I've rested. Strategically empowered, you make a choice. You go rest, take a nap, right? You wake up, you get your crap done. Option B, um, you know, baby's going crazy, and you say, you know what? Screw this. I don't even worry about nothing today. This is just too overwhelming. I'm just going to sit on this couch and hold. And then you just sit there and you you bottle feed or you help your wife or whatever is going on there. Um, you don't do jack. You don't do jack squat. That that's, that's so bad. It's so different. Or you give up on your diet. You're like, you know what? Nah, this is dumb. right? And you just like eat like garbage. There's a very big difference between those two. One of those just... His outside environment wasn't giving him what he wanted, and so he just gave up on his internal control. He has never had to work on it. He, if, his, if his environment would have been right, right, like if, if he would have been going to work his nine to five, if he would have gotten a meal prep, he would have been fine. As long as his outside environment was controlled, he was fine. But the minute he had to control his internal environment because the external was going funky, he throws in the towel because he has no idea how to do it. You've got to work that muscle. You've got to work it. And again, we've talked about this in the last podcast. It's just been on my heart lately. Like, you know, have weeks where you don't meal prep purposely, right? Instead of letting life take it from you, take it from you yourself. That way you're still in control. You're making a conscious effort. You're getting, you're, you're mentally pre-preparing, right? It's a great test. Um, you know, change up your workout times. You're not only allowed to go to the gym for 10 minutes next week, 10 minutes each day. That's all you get. 10 minutes. You got to go freaking ham balls to the walls. Um, and make those adjustments and learn to adapt and realize that when you make these changes or these changes happen, the only thing you're in control of is how you respond to these changes. You know, I could easily just say, oh, well, I can't go to the gym for an hour and a half. Uh, like the other day, I was just thinking about this. I don't get to ride my, you know, probably for the next couple of weeks, I won't get to ride my bike to the gym. 
there are probably going to be days that I'm going to have to ride my bike to, you know, halfway to the gym, turn around and ride back home. I only get 20 minutes instead of 40. And I have to do like a 20, 30 minute workout here, or I drive to the gym so I can get in a quick workout, 30 minutes, something like that. I'm probably not going to get a full one hour workout for a couple weeks. And that's okay. That is part of it. And even if I do, that's a blessing. But even if I don't, I know that I can still control how I respond. And so that empowers me to still figure something out because I refuse to just throw in the towel and not do anything. Um, and so like, I, I, I really want you to understand that pers- like that perspective. And I think that it's important to really adopt that level of self-control. All right, real quick before we keep going, guys, a couple things. One, the Build Your Road your build your keto road PDF is live. Go to theketoroad.com slash build to get your copy. We go through macros, calories, physical activity, mindset, um, you know, meal prep preparedness. It literally A to Z, everything you ever need to know. Again, theketoroad.com slash build to get your copy now. Also, go to the link in my bio at the keto road and click keto road threads. Apparel has dropped. Get yourself a hoodie, you know, a pair of joggers, a shirt, represent. Um, become part of the TKR fam and support us all around the world. I really appreciate everything you do for me. So when it comes to all of this, I, I think it really comes down to the simple notion of like, what do I think I'm in control of? So that's kind of like the workshop that we want to work through after this podcast. Like, I really want you to think about what you think you control. What do you really think you control? And and realize, again, that you don't control anything but yourself, Wash that lie with the truth. Wash that lie with the truth. You know, I always say like oftentimes people try to trim the branches back on a fruit tree to hopefully it doesn't bear fruit, but a tree will always find ways to bear fruit. You've got to what? Cut it up from the roots. So if the circumstance is the branches and you keep trimming them, hoping that it creates this perfect form, tree's going to find another way around you. And so you really have to dig up it from the root, which the root is that you tell yourself this lie that somehow you're in control of your environment. So even if it's subconscious, and so you live your life based on that element. And so when it's not in your control, you bug out, you're you're nobody anymore. And the point is, is that that's still an excuse. That's the real thing I wanted to drive home with that. That's still an excuse. If you're saying that right now, going, yeah, that's me. That's an excuse. You have every, and how do I know this? Because you have every ability right now to decide to do something different. And of course, I know there's going to be people that comment and message me and email me and go, well, you know, I have this situation. I have this situation. And yes, I totally agree. There are unique situations in which what I'm saying right now does not need to be absorbed at all. Um, You know, if you want to run and you, I don't know, don't have legs, obviously you can't run, but you can. You can go get prosthetics. You can totally run. You can totally figure it out. We have the technology. So even with a situation as serious as that, it's kind of like, you know, I feel like people people want empathy, but they want empathy so bad that they replace it with justification. And so empathy becomes justification. And so instead of me empathizing with you and going, yeah, I understand this is hard, you want me to think you want me to justify that it's okay to not do anything. And I'm not, I'm not going to do that. No one should do that. You shouldn't do that with yourself. You should not confuse empathy with justification. It's okay to go. This sucks. It's okay to go. This is hard. But the one thing you should never do is go. It makes sense. I can't do anything. I'm a piece of crap. This sucks. I'm terrible. 
No, do not confuse justification with with empathy. They're not the same thing. Empathy is resonating with a feeling and people do it to help each other overcome. Justification is downplaying the reality of the excuse so that you feel good for not doing anything with your life. Not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. You've got to learn to own yourself, be in control of yourself, and stop making excuses. And I almost guarantee you, the more I experience of life as Haley grows up, if we have two, three kids, as my business and my brand grow, the more I do this, the more I'm going to have more podcasts like this, like a part two. Stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. Because again, it's all a perspective. It really is. And again, I know you're going to have a bunch of like, I'm I'm sure we're going to get a bunch of emails about, well, what about this situation, this situation? I'm like, that's rough. I empathize with you. I understand it sucks. And sometimes I'm going to tell you, I don't understand. I've never been there, but it sounds terrible. But I'm not going to justify you doing nothing with your life. You are a unique individual that has a unique impact that only you can make. And you've got, you've got to learn to understand that, accept that, and appreciate it, and utilize it to empower you to become the better version of yourself every single day. All right, guys, rant over. There we go. That's it. Um, I hope you learned a lot. I hope that was a powerful 20 minutes. I hope that your drive to the store or your cardio at the gym listening to this was top-notch because you're a beast. Um, I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. I will talk to you all in the next one.